Hello, is anybody home? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Am I Home Yet podcast. I'm your resident third culture kid living in Thailand, Oli. If you're new here, hi, hello, welcome. This is a show where I bring on some of my friends to talk about some of the things that we're wondering about as 20-somethings while on the search for the answer to the eternal question, am I home yet? Now, if you have any questions or after listening to an episode, you want to share some of your experiences, please DM or follow this podcast's Instagram at amihomeyetpod. That is also where I will be posting any updates on future episodes, so stay tuned for that. Also, happy late 2022. I know that it's already the end of January, but I still want to say Happy New Year to you guys. Um, and I also want to say sorry. I want to apologize for uploading this episode super duper late, especially because this is a continuation of the previous episode. This is part two of episode six with my two guests, Noon and Ming, who are two of my closest friends from university. I invited them to share some of their experiences in Thai school, especially since um, a lot of Thai BL series are getting popular in other countries. So they might, people might be wondering, what is Thai school actually like? So if you listen to part one, you would have been able to get a little bit of insight on what two different Thai schools are like. Um, Here's a little bit of recap if you don't remember what happened in part one. Ming graduated from a public co-ed Thai school while Non graduated from a private Catholic all-boys Thai school. So two completely different curriculums, educational backgrounds, and we were able to talk about and laugh about some of our high school, middle school mishaps which are pretty fun. So if you want to go back and listen to part one, just for the heck of it, then I do recommend that. Also because there will be some things that we'll be referencing in this part that you might not understand if you forgot what happened in part one. Now, if you don't want to listen to part one, that's totally fine. Let's just get on with today's episode. Do you think that being in a single sex or a co-ed school significantly influenced who you are as a person? Mm, for me, it's, I think it's pretty affect my personality in terms that um, I'm not that college. <laughs> can, I, can I use that <laughs> word? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, um, maybe different standard than if, <laughs> if if I compare myself to uh, a boy in the single sex uh, school, I might not be that uh, um, tomboy. But in 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 terms of the 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 mixed gender school, I think my standard it is quite um, tends to be a tomboy than girl girlish. Yeah. So, mm. I, I, I think, I think you pick five, you pick five with the boy. Because we have to live with them uh, every day. We have to speak with them every day. So, uh, the, 
the the way the boy the way boys speak is kind of like a diff, diff, different <laughs> different language than 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 how girls speak speak to each other so we have to um, let's say fight back when we have the opportunity to fight back if uh, we are being bullied or something like that verbally not physically mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah so so i think i i think that influenced my personality in terms of um, how i speak mm. and a little bit of how i act <laughs> um, mm. that's all that i think being in the mixed gender school affect my personality that's interesting because you being in a co-ed school actually made you more confident in speaking up for yourself and yeah, not the yeah, other way around mm. does that have anything to do with maybe the school population or just your friends the people you surrounded yourself with were they the same were they very confident and outspoken mm, for my group let's say i think all of the girls in my group let me introduce my group first so in my group, there will be a equally ratio between the girl and the boy. Uh, we have 50% uh, of girls and 50% of boys mm -hmm. in, in, in the same group. So we have a total of 10 people in, in that group in, in my secondary school. <clears throat> and uh, all of the girls in that group is uh, <laughs> quite, quite, um, mm, quite quite not girlish yeah <laughs> let's mm. say they all of them is not girlish at all mm. in, in order to be able to speak with uh the of all the boys uh they have to adapt themselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah but 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 other groups uh that that consists of all of the girl and no boys at all in in that group they will be a little more girlish than my group. Mm. They put the makeup on their face since they're just mm, uh, enter the high school. But the girls in my group never put a makeup on their face. Never, <laughs> never put the makeup mm. on their face. And that that's that's all for my for, for my part. <laughs> I, I think that that that's the main the main um, characteristic that that i can observe then that uh, the uh, the girls in my group never put the makeup on and the way they speak is not that girlish they, and they not quite have a boyfriend too <laughs> uh, uh. They, they're not quite um uh be a be in relationship with the boy inside the group i don't know why but they never be in any relationship either in in the in within the group itself or outside the group how about you non of course in my school like i have 100 percent ratio of boys okay <laughs> <laughs> to be but, clarified, so but is it a hundred percent of straight boys uh in my group yes but in my class don't so uh, actually you don't see your friends in group put some makeup right but i see my friends in class put some makeup what? on <laughs> okay <laughs> so this one is opposite very really opposite okay so um 
<laughs> Where should I continue with? I just forgot. So what is uh, how this thing affect me, right? Mm-hmm. Affect you so, as a person. Okay. For me, it's effect in the term of making decisions, I think. Mm. So um, in the like in the boys uh only schools, then no need to like for me if compare with uh when comparing with uh, my university life in boys school when uh, we have some group works or anything like that we doesn't uh we think less about these uh decisions will make someone feel worse like that okay so let me give an example if uh i'm in the universities in the group work okay we we are working together right mm-hmm. so if we are doing some group work and we are going to decide something we should be like consider a lot of things right mm-hmm. but when i was in a boys school so when we were doing some group work i didn't they didn't care anything but yeah this team works so everyone should agree on that and also everyone would think that best idea will works so uh to be summarized everyone like speak what they think that's a kind of environment we are uh, am in so then uh, i think that's maybe the good thing so they don't need to care about other that much i'm not sure uh if this were in the co-ed school or maybe in other sports school or not but in my environment it's something like that which i have been uh go with so when um what affect me is like when the there's something like they criticize my work or anything like that. So I'm acceptable to that things. If someone said that they were in a, well, if they were living in the same group of people, you would think that that person would fall into a trap of, no, they don't accept other ideas. They don't want to hear other people who are different from them, but you are exactly the opposite. You're open. You're willing to hear other people's ideas. Yes, because in like in my class, though, we have some, of course, I have been in the group activities a lot, right? So if I like uh, propose some ideas and some of them didn't like, they just said, I don't like that. So that, okay. Okay. I've been to that too many times. So like, I've seen it like it's it's normal thing in my life. <laughs> so if I say something, you want say I don't like, so oh, okay. And if you don't like, then what you have for me? <laughs> Uh, for us in the group term of group right we are doing some uh some group uh, decision right there mm, that's fair that's very fair and efficient if you don't if you don't like my idea then give me your idea yeah and if it's good also so it's good so we are doing your way and then i'm not sure if that uh affect my um what you have uh see me talking like this or not but that's what i have been through in my shy when i grew up Mm. Do you think it's it's more of a tendency for boys to do that? I mean, have you seen girls mm. do that? Or girls, well, mm-hmm. since I'm very- not sure whether the girls do that. I'm, yes. I'm not sure because is it because the gender or their personality, but I have seen some girls that um when 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 they're not actually agree with something but 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 they just said yes <laughs> yes beforehand <laughs> but actually they're not ac- actually agree with that point but but they just said yes and and then talk back <laughs> and, and then talk back uh, <laughs> afterward i'm not sure why it's occur only with 
in 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 just a girl group but yeah that that that's what i experienced before that um girl not actually want to talk directly to um or or arguing in 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 that point like they they just save face or something like that and, and they just comment to that opinion later Mm -hmm. Yeah, and commenting it it it's not necessarily to their face. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes girls comment behind their backs, which isn't yeah. very nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so maybe it, it. I agree that it it could be because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings. They want to be very. Yeah, I think about that. They don't want to hurt people, right? But mm. for me, like in Vasco, that. They don't care if they hurts or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that this may be the bad point, right? So if someone has to, I don't care. <laughs> if you put it's it something that way. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that. Oh, and always be like that. So mm. if someone hurts, okay, you just hurt. Oh, I know it. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of develop an immunity against hurting other people and also people hurting you yes i just actually don't care about hurting people that much when uh, uh, for, for example like when i'm so now i'm working right mm -hmm. so i'm not actually kind of care who i have hurt with if they do some uh, bad work that affect mine so uh, that's what they should be be told that there's this something wrong and I still told them whether they like it or not mm. so uh, in my working okay so you might not most of you might not see me like in the meeting or something like that right because you don't work the same place as mine mm -hmm. but in my company uh, they tell me about what that perspective in myself mm -hmm. so they tell me that I'm like the one who made a decision based on the real work, not on the feelings. <laughs> so I actually don't care anyone who works, but if they work fine, so it's fine. Mm. So maybe I think that these things come from uh, what's my environment in my uh, high school. So also has it, do you think it's a, it's a benefit? Hmm. It's, I think it's like the two sides of the coins. So in this thing is like the benefit right when you decision something you mm -hmm. uh speak the truth so that don't uh, you don't care about their feeling that much so that you improve your work right but for me when i i got in the us the college i i, I know myself that i speak like this a lot <laughs> so so when i got in the college i need to like behave myself and try not to hurting someone before I know it, mm -hmm. <laughs> because I might not even know it. Yes. Yes, and that's maybe the downside of it. I don't think I've ever been on the receiving end, because maybe because uh, Ming and I are both pretty open-minded when mm -hmm. you say something straightforward. So, well, Ming and I are both pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> Straightforward yeah, yeah, yeah. and confident in our own opinions, so we don't we don't really care either. Also, maybe because of our co-ed 
background that we're just used to interacting with boys in general. Mm-hmm. So I think this brings us to our last point, which is did studying in a co-ed or a single sex school influence how you adapted to university? Did it make you nervous when you had to talk to girls or talk to boys or did it affect how you made friends in university? Mm, for me, I think it's not affect that much, but, but, but when I entered the university, the ratio is still pretty still uh, different from when, back when I uh, study in my high school because the ratio in, in, in engineering faculty uh, boys always more than girls for um, boys is 70% right or 60% uh, about, about that 70% and, and is, uh, just like um, 30% of of it and yeah still the boys grow them all <laughs> boys <still laughs> so 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 it is not it's not uh it's not normal for us for for girls as well to live in the environment that uh you that 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 you kind of see that the, the boys walk around that much and <laughs> and study with you that much so uh, the first thing that I did with when I enter the first class is that um, I immediately find the girlfriends. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, girl, the friend friend is which is girl, and yeah, and I stick with that group, which is a full female. Uh, although I graduated from co-ed school, I still not. Uh, have enough courage to approach the, the boys <laughs> I don't know why but 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 maybe it's just the first impression that I still prefer be a friend with girl first mm, than the boy that, that's very interesting yeah. right yeah yeah uh, but, you but, said but, 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 but in the high school like 50 yeah, yeah, 50 it's, it's there, right but yeah. yeah um actually my group Back in high school, I started be, being friends with girl, and then I have been dragged into that group with a boy. <laughs> oh. yeah. no, so it's not like that I'm be, I, I be friend with boy first and then I drag into that group. It's not like that. I just be friend with girls and then I just drag into that group. Um, yeah, so basically I'm not the kind of girl that will we, we, we approach boy first. Um, yeah yeah mm. but, but 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 there's not any problems in kind of the how we speak or communicate with boys um if 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 there are some boys that speak first to me i not usually uh find any problem to speak with them i think the same i the, the same happened to me because Obviously, I I got intimidated with the amount of boys, especially during our freshman camp. There were a bunch of boys and only a few girls, especially in each group. So I gravitated towards talking to the girls 
but then I feel like as a as a person in general I like talking to guys more than girls a lot of my close friends are actually guys and not girls I still mm. feel like the the female gender is hard to understand yeah <laughs> oh yeah I agree I, I, I actually prefer being a friend with boys rather than girl but the first person that I approach always being a girl <laughs> yeah yeah me too the first person I approach was also that. a girl that's good. Hmm. yeah that's another thing what might look <laughs> might dig into it right it's really interesting you guys prefer to talk to the boy first but the first one who <laughs> you go to talk with is a girl yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe we we i think in a new environment we seek comfort in our own gender but after that if we make friends with guys we just prefer to be with the guys mm. probably because of our personality that clicks with guys more than girls so Can you speak like that so maybe i got the part too so it's it's not different than my either so uh of course i come from all boys school right but every boys school have like different characteristics the different behaviors okay so i tend to make friends who came from my school first <laughs> then talk to other schools so i kind of get up Uh, both of you that okay you need to find some comfort so first this uh, in the case of you uh, both of you is the same gender right mm-hmm. but in the case of mine is like the same school <laughs> mm. yeah hmm. let's see same trend the same trend yeah yes the same trend you mentioned that different all boys schools have a different behavior I know we talked about this um, outside of the podcast, but I'm still going to ask you again. How do you know which school they're from? <laughs> We've had this discussion before, and we haven't reached a conclusion. So I'm asking again in case you thought about it and you have a conclusion for us. Okay, so it's actually it's not going to be the concrete. Uh, how i categorize them but it's actually more like the using the feeling things so it's kind of comparisons so i know someone who came from this school and someone from this school right and i just pay to someone who don't know in the middle and see the trend if them uh, tend to tend to be the first or the second guys who i know it's just something like that so you it's it's like you would draw a maybe a venn diagram of the characteristics of this kind of person and from this school and another kind of person from another school and you compare uh, that person to what you know about different people are you uh, are you drawing binary tree inside your uh, head actually it's a decision head? tree <laughs> Like if you just see that machine learning, why there will be the percentage? With uh, I'm sure with that, about sixty percent, and another one is forty, is something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually the decision tree, right? Uh, but but that is not how I think. Okay, so this is an example to give you the image of how can I compare. But in the real life, it I just um, of course I know many people, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I can like pick two people and paste the new people between the center. So <laughs> I just like see the guys, the trends who this guy might be in school. Mm. So then, what I give you is like the comparison for the simple. There's a more complex way that you're. Yes, yes, but that's the more com- complex way, which is, which I think is it's hard harder to explain. Okay. Okay. Because if I can explain, I will be thinking about new ML model, which is my thought. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Then we won't we won't go into your complex comparison tree. Yeah. <laughs> we won't go into that. But so you're if you would if you could recommend someone, if you could suggest a way for someone to um, find out, figure out who this person, I mean, which school this person came from, you would just tell them to go meet many different people from different schools. Yes, yes. and you will know it yourself. It's something like build, build up in your mind or something like that. When you meet enough people, you will know that, okay, this friend come from this school. That's very interesting. And I, I, I can say that, yes, they have very distinct characteristics. Right? <laughs> in, in your experience, they have very distinct characteristics, right? They do. In, I, I know they're not group from the of same friends. school. Especially but, in our group of friends. Yes, so you know that they come from different schools, right? Yeah. So if I add that, okay, you know that a lot of guys in this school so that you can know that, oh, this is the same as that one. <laughs> right. So you can classify which school are they in. Well, on the topic, let's go back to the question. Um, okay. <laughs> so how did you, since you're from an all-boys school, how did you adapt to university? Since even though, well, yes, it is 70% male, but... Still, how did you adapt to university life with a few more females? Okay, so that's actually uh, my pre- uh, the problem. <laughs> my problems because, uh, of course, I come from the boys or the school, right? Uh, I don't even know how to use the pronouns to speak to a girl. <laughs> right. Because I have never been speak to them, right? So it's kind of awkward that what I should call her and what I should call myself. Mm. Thing. And also, like both of you mentioned that uh, for me in my mind at time, all of girls are hard to understand. So so I'm not sure if uh, they answer yes, it means yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if I were in the co-ed, maybe I have this experience before, right? So that I may know the context. But since I'm from the boys only, I don't know anything. When they say yes, is it yes or no? What should I do next? <laughs> yes, it may be. Uh, for me, it's kind of hard in the first place. But did it get better? Well, how, how did you meet uh, the first girl in our faculty? The first girls? Actually, the first girl in our faculty is the one who sit next to me when I was in the admission rooms. And she speak to me first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, let's say she is not she is okay. not the same kind as me and Oli <laughs> because we never approached boy first uh, yes <laughs> she's not the same kind as you guys of course <laughs> so that's a little bit surprised for me too 
-hmm. and after that like uh, like i mentioned i have uh group up with my school uh the friends who come from my schools right mm -hmm. and uh our group get bigger and first of all is like the boys only group and like we have each other and our group expand so that we have the boys and the girls in the group and actually it's hard for me to speak to speak to you guys in the first time <laughs> was it yes because like i said i'm not sure how the girls so okay i have once in uh i entered the university life i think that all the girls all girls are the same that uh i'm not sure what they are speaking <laughs> i mean like what there is in their mind so that there's not like from the environment where i am so i like to uh think a lot when uh, speak to the girls <laughs> in the first place did you think it was awkward when you first spoke to us for for me yes <laughs> actually i admit it yes <laughs> yes for me like i need to use more brain <laughs> than what i'm used to okay it's like need some calculation things <laughs> <laughs> calculate what should i say what words should i use yeah 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 something like that so in high school i don't think uh, these things before mm, i actually don't remember our first conversation but i don't remember i don't particularly remember that it was awkward or any different from what mm -hmm. i was used to in high school or in middle school maybe you think it's normal but maybe i just perform normal also but in my mind <laughs> let's say <laughs> like computing things like you said this thing and what should i say next oh <laughs> like like in inside like, out you have all these different characters in your brain in your head and they're like no uh, you can't say this <laughs> uh, yeah yeah something like that yes actually it's you can say this uh like inside out guys i mean do you remember your first conversation with non and was it awkward oh i think it's not awkward mm. okay yeah because maybe maybe because i have um, been I have been friends with a lot of boys before, so I think that's not uh, different. He is not different from any other friends of mine. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe it, maybe maybe it's not the same <laughs> from from non perspective. <laughs> yes, because because I I think I know that uh, we we have we have different language <laughs> it's like it's like it's like normally i will speak with this pronouns but instead he will uh, speak with different pronouns with his friends or something like that yeah so pronouns in the thai language are very specific meaning um males would use a specific pronoun with their friends with girls depending it is it also depends on the person as well but in the thai language in general there are a lot of different pronouns and each pronoun there is a kind of politeness so you can be impolite you can be impolite with your friends and they would use a specific pronoun and there might be a more polite pronoun you will use with other people who are 
um, also your friends, but you would rather not use impolite pronouns. And there is an even, even politer pronoun for when you use it with adults or anyone else who's yes. older than you. So or maybe it's like there's an impolite pronoun, but if you use this close friend, so that is means you are close. <laughs> yes. But if you use that pronoun to speak to artists, so it's not impolite, but actually it's the same word, right? And actually Thai language is complicated though. Yes, you can use an impolite, an impolite pronoun would sound normal if you're talking to a close friend. But even yeah. then, some close friends, they don't use that pronoun. So we can't use that to that friend. Yes, so we can't use it to that friend. So it depends on the person that you're talking to. We're finally at the end of today's episode after a long, long, long conversation. So what did you think? Your first time recording a podcast in English. <laughs> Wonderful, actually. <laughs> I, think, I think it's quite uh, relaxing than what I expected. Yeah, it's pretty fun, right? You didn't you didn't have anything to worry about. It was like a regular conversation in Thai. Yes, it was in English. Just, yeah, it's actually our regular conversations, but just in English, and we record it. <laughs> that, that's I, I for thought, me. I feel I, like I, that. I I thought it would be shorter than what than than when we when we spoke in Thai. But, but it's actually not 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 less than what we have spoke before at all. Yes, actually we have discussed some of these points together before. Yeah, in Thai. In Thai, but what we said today is not the same as we discussed then. Actually, it's it's like we're talking about the new things that we haven't talked before. Right, you're you're giving more detail, even though it's in a language that you might not be a hundred percent comfortable with. But you're still able to give a lot of detail. There are a lot of new things that I just learned about both of you. <laughs> yes, and also for me, it's like it's relax, the more more relaxing than I thought. And actually, it's uh, for me, it's like. It's long than I thought too, because uh, when you sent me this, uh, the guideline, there will be like four questions, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I didn't expect that I will talk this long. That's usually what happens in a podcast. <laughs> and my guideline, it wasn't even like, like what you said. It was only four questions, but we ended up talking about 40 minutes for each question. <laughs> and actually, like, in the first part, we don't uh, answer the questions, but we make the news questions <laughs> and answer that right away. I thought that I would be the only person asking, but then you guys got a lot more comfortable as the conversation went on and you started asking each other questions, which I like to hear. So this is a question that I've asked my other guest and I Hopefully, I'll continue asking this question to my other guests in future episodes. So I want to ask you guys one final question, which is, 
where's home for you? Or what does home mean to you? Mm, for me, uh, my home still be the home that I live back in Thailand, in Bangkok, where I, where I grew up with my parents. I, I think home in 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 my understanding is where uh, people that we we are we, we care about them living in. So so I think the home that my parents live in is 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 that what we call home. But but in the future, when when I uh, somehow get a boyfriend, my home may be changed. <laughs> but but yeah 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 the, the home back in Bangkok is still. The, what what I call it home for me. Hmm. That's very thoughtful. Have Have you moved homes ever since you were born, or I moved um, for three times, I think. Yeah, about three times, but but within Thailand and Bangkok, ha- haven't been moved to other countries before. Yeah, but but still home in my understanding still the place where my, my where my parents live in that's very sweet home is where your parents are where your parents mm. live how about you non where is home or what is home to you okay for me like um, my home is like actually it can be anywhere that i can live it and feel comfortable with and also Mm. Actually, um, in this, uh, now in this, uh, twenty twenty one, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that there's no need to be like very close to the friends anymore. So, I can contact uh them anywhere I want, so that I'm not too specifically that I need to be in that place. So I think that it can be anywhere that I live, and uh, I can like make myself happy happy and that's it for me so for me it's this time is not not matter so no specific place and no specific person that you consider home or do you consider your your friends the friends that you keep in contact with yeah, i also consider the friends that i keep in contact with but actually um i have a lot of friends who like went abroad or uh, live uh, somewhere far away so that um, for me it doesn't matter if i need to live uh, near them so if you ever i don't know study abroad like how me is doing right now you wouldn't actually feel homesick homesick because well you from what i'm understanding you don't really have a place that you would call home or a place that you are attached to hmm, yes i if I ever study uh, study abroad, I wouldn't feel homesick like that. As long as I make it my home, so that I can do my daily routines and stuff, and that's enough for me. Very simple, very simple guy. <laughs> Does that mean you you don't get attached to people or things easily? Actually, I attach to peoples, but as I said, I think the distance doesn't matter for me. Mm-hmm. That's deep. <laughs> okay, okay. So, any last words before we close off this episode? Before we end this episode? Um, 
thank you only for inviting us <laughs> to join your podcast what an honor <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome you're well i think you you two were the first two people i kind of talked about this idea talked about starting a podcast you were the first two people i talked to when i had this idea of starting a podcast and you told me to start i just never started until <laughs> um recently so i'm very grateful to have friends like you two who were very supportive of me doing random things at the most random times so <laughs> it's my honor to have you guys on my podcast mm -hmm. non do you have any last words Okay, so of course I appreciate that you are inviting us to join your podcast, and I also have uh, would like to have a word with uh, our listeners. So uh, actually, the podcast is not uh, like the stressful thing that you like imagine. So once you record one, it will be like simple as as we are, uh, as we are doing this thing, right? Since mm -hmm. it uh, since is it my first time doing this. So it's actually a lot of fun for me. So if Oli's invited you guys, so don't hesitate to come. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Please come. And that, that's for me. Okay, okay. So this is one of possibly several or other episodes that I might invite Ming and Nun on because we still have a lot of things to talk about. So that's it for today's episode, and I'll see you in this next one. Bye. Bye.